0: Greetings, Only Tans. Today is Friday, June 30th, and yesterday, on June 29th, we welcomed Mike Zakarian of Team Hold to Tandy Time, and it was an hour of fun and action. NBA trade rumor action. And we covered NBA Top Shot, some of the latest news there, and we also covered some tangential topics such as Mike's takes on licorice and much more. So we had a wonderful time. Now if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple podcasts, for example, why don't you go ahead and leave a review? If you haven't done that yet, I'll wait for you. Just press pause. And when you come back, you'll press play. It's like nothing even happened. Go ahead, leave that rating. It helps me out because it helps other people find the podcast. And other people get to hear Mike Zakarian's opinion on licorice that otherwise they would just miss, and that is a shame. So if you could leave a review on your favorite podcasting service, that would be just terrific. Anyway, nothing you hear on this show should be considered financial advice, and let's jump right into it. (music) Hello, everybody. Hello, Oldly Tans. Look at that beautiful little logo up there. You like it? I like it. How is everybody doing? It is a lovely summer afternoon for all of you in the United States of America. And we have a lovely guest. We have Mike Zakarian. You all know him of Team Hold, NBA Bit, probably a bunch of other things that are cooking up in the kitchen, waiting to see the light of day. Uh, we have we the people, a fine and dandy Tandy show with Mike and some nose candy. well i I mean that'll definitely make this show quite interesting if that were true. Uh, Jason Matz is saying I look very handsome. thank you i'll ha- I'll have to say it's the hair dryer at the gym. okay, anyway, without further ado, let's bring on Mike. I think we'll we'll give him a little beta drop. Here we go. Mm-hmm.
1: You that wasn't an appropriate introduction uh, to
0: come on as
1: as beta to the Tandy Alpha.
0: Exactly. You are the beta to my alpha. Hello, yep. Mike. Uh, thank you for being here. How are you doing?
1: Dude, doing great, man. It's good to be back. I feel like I haven't been here in a while. I don't know how long it's been, but I feel like it's been a while.
0: Mm, probably. And also Web3 time, right? Web3 time moves very fast. That's, uh, yeah, I guess. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there are some things to discuss today. Um, where do we begin? I, I suppose what, why don't we start? Cause on my tweet about this, about today's show, I said that you are the licorice enthusiast. Did I not?
1: Yeah. I, well, I think that's because I talked about your tweet the other day, right?
0: Yeah. So I think let's start it off with a very special segment the million dollar question Zakarian. what is your opinion on licorice
1: i think what you shared is disgusting i think that was an abomination to twitter i think that was a <laughs> uh, i think that's it was offensive i think it was offensive i'm here for red licorice
0: mhm i'm out on black licorice you're out on black licorice have you ever had like Black licorice from, you know, like the, the hardcore stuff, the super salty black licorice. Have you ever had it?
1: No. I, I'll be honest. I think if you're having licorice outside of a movie environment, I got questions. Like mm. if that's just your go-to choice, I don't know. I feel like I don't like it. I don't like I think you should be, I, you should be purchasing tickets to watch a movie in the theater. Am I wrong? Well, okay. That looks like, that. see, that looks like something from the new Indiana Jones movie
0: yeah this is a special relic i think there's a little horsey on there can you see the horse
1: yeah no it does it looks that looks like engraved a 101
0: yep mm-hmm. so that's a wow. very salty little cube of licorice and let me tell you it's only for refined palates
1: well i it looks like the chat the chat's pretty pro is the pro <laughs> black licorice in there oh okay i see what some people are doing but Yeah, I I agree with this, but I'm seeing Skeets is pro. This is incredible. some other people in there, too. Yeah, Mm. I don't know. I can't do it. I think it's like, but it reminds me of like when I was a kid and there's certain things that I wouldn't like. And then as I've gotten older, I like it. So I don't know. maybe Maybe I would enjoy it more if I had it. But again, I think having licorice outside of a movie viewing experience is psychopath behavior.
0: But that's interesting because I would never choose licorice at a movie theater. Uh, in movie you go to the movies, you got your you got your popcorn of course, you got yeah. your soda. And if you're going candy, you're not going licorice, you're going like Reese's pieces or maybe some sure. M&Ms. Okay, you're going so when you're when are licorice? you
1: licorice? So if you're no... okay, when are you having licorice then if it's not in the movies? When is that your go-to choice?
0: I'm just having that during the day. I'm just like sitting doing work. I... I'm at the computer, I'm popping licorice.
1: Popping licorice too, like it's like a <laughs> molly.
0: Let me show you. I mean, I, I'm I'm not even fucking. Around. I'm not kidding around. I got a lot I'm, of. Licorice. I'm based on look the, that. Uh, look at that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I figured hard you were a connoisseur based on that photo <laughs> you put out there. I, it's like you literally put a picture of a dump on Twitter, and everybody was like, "Yeah, I love licorice."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Well, Jeb is going in there with a the whole bag. He's got the whole backpack full of food. He's got the whole like
1: that's incredibly on brand. Yeah. Right there.
0: Mm-hmm. I am incredible. a freak. I mean, licorice wise I'm a I'm a dirty freak. That's absolutely true. Um, yeah, I'm, all right, seen Well,
1: Shucks are in the chat too. God, I haven't seen Shucks in a while. It's good to see that. Yeah,
0: too. Shucks are Twitter Twitter legend over here.
1: Yeah, I love Shuck.
0: Mm. Okay, so we covered licorice. I'm glad we could do that. Uh I yeah. think the other the other news of the afternoon is that NBA All World, the the app that was going to take down Top Shot, everyone was freaking out when they saw that app. Ga- I mean, I'm sure you remember it, Niantic, yeah. when hardcore was still a dream of something that might happen, and then it was like, holy shit, this is the real hardcore and now, shudders.
1: Andy, can you do me a favor? Can you pull up the NBA All World Twitter account? Is
0: I that sure something can. that you
1: could? Because I, I I think I got a I got a theory on this.
0: All right. Let me let me so i think we, see, we pull, it up pull it up nba because, all world
1: and i'm curious what some of the replies to the nba all world twitter account look like hmm. because my guess because the only people i've ever heard talking about nba all world mm-hmm. are nba top shot people
0: okay so, so i'm just kind of
1: curious like who's replying to the nba all world stuff
0: so it seems like uh, there's no news of them shutting down their product. It's just, what do you think about when you see a Rockets logo? Is this where I should go fishing?
1: Yeah, this is good. All right. but yeah, but I just like I just want to see who's replying because I guarantee you there's a couple of Top Shot heads in there. There he is, Cam Thomas fan club. I know Cam Thomas fan club.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, is NBA MVP a Top Shot person? It's a so oh, yeah, it is a Top Shot person.
1: Yep. That my uh, point Andre, being, mm-hmm. is it's the same. The same 3000 people are doing everything, whether it's so rare yeah. NBA, whether it's NBA top shot, whether it's NBA all world, it's the same. It's the same group of people.
0: You're not wrong. And I think that that speaks to something that the old judge was saying last week, which was we're early. And it used to be something that you'd oh. say, while well, you pound your chest that you're early, but now it's something that you kind of, kind of get a little stomach ache and you say, maybe we're a little too early. Maybe we came to this party and, uh, the lights aren't even dim yet.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of what's a good party analogy because there was some benefit of getting there at like 4 p.m. Maybe you helped set up. You got the first yeah. pick of like the high-quality stuff. Mm. But then if you showed up at 7 o'clock, which is still like a little bit early for the party, all of the high-end stuff was gone. and hadn't been restocked yet. And it was just all Milwaukee's best. That's what mm. everybody was drinking, Milwaukee's best from like 7 to 10 p.m. But maybe if you oh, show yeah. up after 11... They've restocked the high-quality stuff, the top shelf. So, yeah, we, we, we showed up at 7 o'clock, I think is what happened.
0: Yeah, or even earlier. And then, the, and then at 11, they come in with, like, the new beer. You know, all of a sudden, they got right. some nice beer. They put the new ice. You're not just fishing around in cold water. The new ice has just gone into the cooler. Yeah. We're but, basically,
1: but, and you want to use the baseball analogy, maybe we're, like, middle yeah. relievers. They're like, the worst of the worst in pitching. So we're not the starting pitchers. And we're not coming mm. in to close out. We just eat a couple of innings until they get the W.
0: <laughs> so now I'm actually confused. What analogy are we working in right now? Is this, is this an <laughs> NBA say- all-world analogy or is this a Web3 analogy?
1: Whatever. You pick whatever you want. NBA top-tier okay. NBA <laughs> Early. That's what I'm saying. I think whatever, whatever thing we're talking about right now, we are the middle right. reliever.
0: So we're middle relievers. So we're not necessarily early, but we're, we're in like the, the dog days of summer in a way.
1: Yeah, shut up Florence of the Machine.
0: Hmm. Okay. No Florence of the Machine huh? fans out there? Yeah, I've heard I've heard of that band before. Yeah. Did you d- did you play uh NBA All World, Mike?
1: Sure did. Uh I sure did. For like two days when I was taking mm-hmm. my dog on walks, I'd be walking around Astoria, scooping up mm-hmm. some Yeah, you know, I was really battling Andre Drummond in three-point contests and stuff like that. I I understood the appeal for it for a second. But the idea like, there was two ways of doing it, right? You had to, like, walk around a bunch. You had to, like, go to a bunch of different places to do it. Or there were, right. like, hacks where, like, Jeb could probably explain it, where you just, like, move your phone around a little bit like this, and then all of a sudden you get a new guy. I, once it started taking up time like that, I was like, we're good. I don't need to do this anymore. But it was fun for a couple days while I was taking the dog out.
0: Agreed. Agreed. I yeah. thought it was fun in the beginning. And then you still have a few diehards. You had you had your Boston base, You had your Alexa. You had your Jeb. Jeb was about to become, so like, he, well, Jeb was about to become like the biggest NBA All World influencer. He made a beautiful video, and I thought yeah. they paid him to do it. And he's like, "No, I just have a love of the game."
1: Yeah, no, he made a couple good ones, I think. Yeah, Jeb was a uh, Jeb was <laughs> Jeb was early, dude. Jeb was early on uh, All World. Made some good content there. That's the last we saw of Jeb's content. We need where is Jeb? Jeb, we need you. We need a live stream, Jeb.
0: That's true. I saw someone say on Twitter something about the show that you guys do shot tank. There's talking about how top shot talk is nowhere to be found. What's, what's going on. What's going on with this, with the rat pack of NBA top shot.
1: Uh, we're just taking a little summer break from shot tank. Um, just because there wasn't too much going on in the off season since it's like split between so rare and NBA top shot. Um, like oh and, we'll UFC.
0: Take... and ufc
1: oh yeah yeah in a minute of ufc so yeah we were mm. taking the summer off and then um I, yeah tst i mean like i i don't want to speak out of turn be some like person, some positive personal stuff going on in his life oh. so i think it made sense to not do videos <laughs> for a little bit but uh everybody's good he's gonna i believe he's not to break news but i believe he's gonna be out in vegas next week which is pretty cool for summer. really like wow
0: that's, well. that's some breaking news breaking that is news breaking right news, there maybe Maybe we need a little drop for TST. Yeah. Let's do it. This just in Top Shot Talk is going to be in Las Vegas and he's going to be celebrating some positive news. So make sure you go and shake his hand, look him in the eye, and say, Congratulations on your positive news.
1: It feel like it felt like you punted on your news anchor pretty early on that impression. It was like <laughs> this, just in, and then went right back to Tandy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's accurate. Uh, okay, well, let's see what else we got here. We got, I mean, there are some things to talk about. Um, you released some merchandise recently, Mike. Uh, in, oh, in baby,
1: I didn't even have this ready to plug. I, that's a huge mistake on my end. But yeah, I'll drop mm-hmm. a, I'll drop a link into the chat right now. And yeah, and it, apparently, apparently, it was controversial that we we dropped chat shout out uh some of my best friends on twitter
0: and i thought that was interesting it what's interesting to me is how twitter can actually show you quickly who doesn't like you and i thought that was interesting because you, you don't get that in real life you don't get the ability to click a button and then see who doesn't like you
1: <laughs> well let me introduce you to stand-up comedy tandy because yes yes they, that does happen that does happen uh yeah, I thought it, I don't know, I thought it was so funny. I mean, I guess I you know, I think if you don't watch anything that I do, it's very easy to just like see a couple of tweets and then if I post something like that, you're like, "Oh, look at this clown again." Which they're not wrong by calling me a clown. But yeah. um I think there's a, a like a misconception or misperception, I don't know, of like what exactly you know I'm doing. So, but whatever. I mean, not everybody's going to be happy. It's Twitter. If everybody was happy, that'd be weird. So, yeah. uh but I did think it was funny um that they made fun of it in a way that allowed me to update the merch. So I, you know, much appreciative.
0: And are have there been any orders of the updated, the, the updated like satire of the original joke?
1: Oh, I don't think we've had any team fold, but that's okay. I don't care. I think the, the hot, hot seller was um, the plain team hold t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I think Jared Magnuson got one. And then we already had um, a handful of bottom shot hoodies get sold okay very excited about the bottom shot hoodies i don't know if you want me to if you want me to pull it up and show the hoodie just now i'm not trying to sell stuff right now but just because i think it's funny
0: yeah you can show it
1: all right let me hear let me share screen here let me grab this bad boy here we go here we go all
0: right here we go i can see it
1: up there all right look at this beautiful page beautiful page uh or yeah and i see top shot hot shot saying we're still waiting for team sold we gotta yeah we got to take a little break from it but look at top shot tony dropped his own merch right here how about yeah. this bottom shot logo, huh?
0: I mean, Veronica's killing it,
1: right? She right, is. great stuff. So I know we, we got a, a couple of those, a uh, couple of those bottom shots. Do you think um, a cease and a desist comes in?
0: I was actually just going to ask you about that. I, I don't think it will, though, because I think you're allowed to satire. First of all, I think mm-hmm. you're protected when you satire. Uh, I think so too. But uh, yeah, you know, like. I think the bottom shot thing, it's like, it's funny, it's humorous, um, and the logo's good. I wonder if, it, if I would just feel sad, though, <laughs> when, I, when I see myself wearing that. Like yeah, yeah. Half...
1: <laughs> I mean, like, I, I think that's the thing. It's 100% uh, like a Tony joke, right? It's not really that we're, like, that's how he addressed Top Shot. Every time he talked about it, he said bottom shot. So yeah, that was yeah. more of the bit of it. Uh, I don't think they would do a cease and desist either, but I do think man would be so funny if it came in. Like that's what when I was thinking about, I was like, do we do this? Is it worth it? And I was like, man, if a cease and desist came in, do you know how funny that would be?
0: <laughs> yeah, like that'd, that'd be, extra it'd be
1: great. Yeah, exactly. So we let it rip, baby. We let it rip.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, let's take it to NBA for a moment, because Mike, for those who aren't aware, you 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 live and breathe NBA. You talk about it every day of yes. the week and twice on Sundays and uh yeah so what are you thinking so far there's a lot of stories a lot of rumors the rumor mill is you know Dame Lillard what's happened to Dame Lillard Uh what's going on with uh, Zion Williamson is he going to play next year in New Orleans yeah what is the most interesting story as of right now today by the way breaking news we have Kyrie Irving is going to talk to the Suns can the Suns afford Kyrie Irving or is he going to pull some BS and sign so, for the vet minimum.
1: I was thinking about that, and I mean Kyrie has forfeited a lot of money over the last like two and a half, three years. And it made me wonder if if he wouldn't do that because he's like, listen, I gotta get, I gotta get like one more bag before I get out of here. Or is that thinking too rationally for Kyrie mm. Irving? And it will he really sign a vet men to go play with Phoenix, which would really be a troll. To the entire league, to Dallas, it would make me question K, uh, KD even more. Like, I don't know why Kevin Durant would want it. He's like, you know what we need to do, run it back, you know. So I, I think he's probably just using this as leverage to just tell Dallas, like, hey, I will, you know, I'm not messing around here. I want to, I want a real deal here. But
0: mm.
1: he would sign for the vet men.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think he would. I think he, like you said, he's he's lost too much cash. And even though Kyrie makes it seem that he like is above everything, he's above money, in fact. He goes to Burning Man, and he just lives at Burning Man all year. I don't think that's actually the, the truth. I think that's just the Kyrie that, that he portrays on social media. And I think yeah. that he wants the bag.
1: Yeah, that, that's how I feel, too. That's how I feel, too. I saw Jack Settlement tweet, too. It would be funny um, in the next CBA if they basically write in a rule that you can't do that was <laughs> being like, like, that's like working around the rules. Kyrie's too good to take a vet men. Um, But yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. The Dame thing's so interesting too, because I mean, like if he really does force their hand, like at some point, if it, it's not that it's going to get ugly, but I could see him being like, no, I really want to go. Then I'm sure some lopsided deal happens, but I don't see any trade that like benefits both sides and what they're trying to do. You know, like the Miami packages, I'm like, I guess, yeah, you get Tyler hero back. Cool. Let, let's collect all of the small guards we can find in the league. So I, I don't know if that one really makes sense. Uh, even though Damon, Miami yeah. would be fun. Uh, Brooklyn. Like, I don't know what is in Brooklyn, a contending team. I mean, he's fucking he's just Portland and New York. That's essentially. What yeah, that team it's
0: not. Be. It doesn't make any difference. He needs to go to a team with a couple of studs. Uh, Thank you to Boston base, by the way, a little uh, nice sponsored comment here. He says, this guy seems really cool with his unbuttoned shirt and slick back hair. But Mike is actually saying that was pushback Boston base. That wasn't slick back. And he used to be a piece of shit. He's not a piece of shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, People can change. There's actually, I'm sure you saw that article too, about how like every man who watches that show has like mental issues because all they do is speak in quotes from that show. Incredible. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway um yeah i don't know it, but he wouldn't he wouldn't make brooklyn a contender right in the in the in like you know possibly going to the finals. so i don't know what team it has to be a team with a bunch of picks maybe some young talent and then portland can just you know continue to push the young guys out there
1: yeah i, I really loved like bill simmons talked about it and then it was on the ringer nba and i i tweeted something out about it yesterday too I don't know. They, they probably need a third team to make it work. Like some draft picks would have to go to Portland too. But the idea of Carl Anthony towns relocating in Portland, you get all those young guards, let him be the spacing big. And then Dame, like a starting five in Minnesota of Dame, Anthony Edwards, Rudy Gobert, Kyle Anderson and McDaniels. That's, I don't know. That's pretty intriguing. I think that makes a ton of sense. Rudy makes up like for Dame's lack of defense, you got Rudy behind him. Um, I kind of like that, but I, I don't think there's a world in which James like, yeah, get me out of Portland so I can go to Minnesota.
0: Yeah, you're right. It'll be interesting. I, I, for some reason, it feels like it's the same story though, every off season. And it's just going to yeah. go back to Portland and the same thing's going to happen every year. <laughs> like, I don't know what that, why that keeps happening over and over again, but I know uh, I feel, and
1: I feel I feel bad for Portland fans. I mean, I honestly feel bad for Dame too, which maybe I shouldn't, he's doing fine, but he's so fun. He's so fun. And I want him in competitive situations. I think that would be, I know that would be nice. And oh, I'm seeing people say Jalen Brown's going to Atlanta. Get the hell out of here. Jalen Brown's going I know. to Atlanta. I don't have any package I mean, that the
0: Celtics would be interested in. At the first of all, Jalen Brown will never want to go to Atlanta because he can make buckets more money in Boston. And yeah. And someone someone said something interesting. I guess maybe if you want to talk at all about the Marcus Smart trade, which is sure. um so first of all, I don't know about you, but I I would have rather lost Brogdon than Marcus Smart. Um, just because obviously I'm a homer and like yeah. You know, Marcus Smart is defense. In my opinion, the Celtics lost to the Heat because of shitty defense. They made other series close because of shitty defense, in my opinion, Um, among others. So, the
1: the Marcus, I agree that Marcus is like, Marcus is safer than Brogdon because we know Marcus Smart's going to play, right? And that, I mean, like, Brogdon, we got so many games out of Brogdon and that normally doesn't happen. So, we should just be happy that we got that. And like, Marcus, you know, he's going to play those like 60, 70 games, whatever. My biggest thing with the smart stuff. So I had a little cough there. I, yeah. I I'm going to take myself out of being a Bostonian and a Homer for a second. Yeah. Everyone complained about the mental toughness, the heart and soul of the Celtics for the entire yeah. playoff run. The yeah. entire, they were like close games. They can't do it. They're not tough enough. They're not mentally strong enough. They need to change yeah. something in the culture. Mm-hmm. Then they trade somebody. And everybody's like, how dare they trade the heart and soul? I was like, that's yeah. the thing you guys said was wrong. <laughs> that's the mm-hmm. thing that needed to be fixed. So here we go. you got going to shake the snow globe up a little bit. And like, I love Marcus. i I'll bummed he's not going to be there anymore. But I mean, it, it felt like true, uh, like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because everybody was hammering him too. They're like, why does the ball keep getting in Marcus's hands for these like game winning and game tying shots? And then they're like, you know what? Good point. We need, we need more depth in the front court. Like, you know what? Good point. So then they make those changes. And everybody's like, how dare you, dude? How dare you? Yeah. And I know it's just like a nostalgia thing. We love Marcus. He was like a true Bostonian, a true Celtic. But to me, I don't know. I think this makes sense. I know a lot of people have been dis- disagreeing with that, both in like the Boston fan base world and just like sports media. A lot of people seem to be like, it was good value, but a bad fit. I don't mm. know. We'll see. I feel like they got a couple moves left, no?
0: Yeah, I would think so. I don't think they have enough uh, depth in the guard position right now. I think they need yeah. at least another point guard. Um, but this is the this is actually a point that I wanted to make that I heard somewhere else as well, which is that by losing Smart, you now let Jalen Brown and or Jason Tatum to become the locker room lead. And I think yeah. that, who knows, that could have somewhat of an effect because maybe they felt like they were sort of playing second fiddle behind Marcus Smart to lead the team and you know, Jason Tatum is your all-star, and I yep. want to see him be the guy that's shouting, running down the court. Obviously, we see that Jason Tatum when he has a great game. Then we right. see the shitty. Then we see the shitty Jason Tatum who can't <laughs> score in the first half, and then it's like, what the hell's going on? But anyway, I, I agree with you. I feel like you. It felt like you did sort of have to shake something up. But the fact that we were this close to getting that with Brogdon Yeah, I know that would hurts. be
1: great. That would be great. <laughs> I know that did the fuck this the fact that that got like announced that was tough. Yeah, that was tough.
0: Yeah, that was that was tough. But hopefully Porzingis doesn't get injured playing for Latvia now. I mean, like the it does he it doesn't pull a Gallinari on us? Um, that would be great.
1: Did you did you see that graphic of the Latvian uh, roster right with like it had Porzingis, Davis, Bertans? Did you see there's like a Derek Bertans? Is there like a Bertans
0: bro? Oh, I didn't know there's a Bertans bro.
1: I think there Interesting. is. I think. I think, I think there's like a Bertans bro, which I, I need to learn more about him. Like, can mm-hmm. Dallas overpay that Bertans too?
0: Yeah, that would be great. And that, yeah. that would be great. So I guess we can talk Top Shot now. I feel like we didn't really talk Top Shot at all. Um, there are some moves that have been made lately by Top Shot that I think are really good, to be honest. Um, so what? I guess that deserves a little simp video clip.
1: Let's simp. Let's sim, let's sim, let's sim, let's sim,
0: let's sim. Really yeah. good. Yeah, it's thank really you. Good. Irene Dow. <laughs> Gotta bring back Irene Dow whenever we can. Um, so yeah, I think like I talked about this before, but the burning boards, the rookie board, the rookie burning board, did you partake? Did you burn a single moment and get back four?
1: no 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 so uh I famously locked all the moments that I have left uh so I haven't participated in just about anything but I loved it I thought that was great yeah like i'm a I'm a fan of the rookie league I mean I know everybody's got the same complaints like uh not to pivot to the the top fifty one that they just did for yeah, you can. Uh, the you can. Team we're, ta- we're talking
0: we're talking top shot current news so go ahead you can pivot there
1: but uh, yeah i I thought that was uh I thought that was great and I get the I get the criticism of Oh, cool. Oh, cool. The same 50 people are going to get all the rewards. What if should we make them press the button that says they are a Spurs fan in order to get I get all that shit. I get all that shit. But this is like that. That's like you're trying to fix such a specific thing without fixing the bigger thing. And I think right now they're fixing the bigger thing. They're like, I-, I think these are good. These are like good moves for people to participate in. And then maybe as they move into series five, which everybody seems pretty excited about, that we'll see more of this stuff, more of the shit that they did with the redemptions, more of the burning leaderboards, different types of leaderboard challenges. I think all of that stuff is, uh, is good. I know I can burn lock moments, but Jared, if I start burning lock moments, then I won't have all of those to give away in a couple of weeks. So. Uh, but no, I, th- I agree with you. I think all of those decisions have been like, it seems like they're they're making like smart moves. They're finding different ways for people to engage with the platform. It's been good.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I, I would agree. And I would like I do think that there's some validity to the people complaining that you should have favorite team to be able to get that stuff. I I do think that they should weave some of that in there. And I think it would be nice if some people who have like a favorite team at least get somewhat of a chance to get these like badass moments because definitely those people are probably more likely to hold on to them anyhow. Like sometimes I wonder if if the people if there's almost like a, a benefit to the people at the top getting all this cool stuff because you almost know they're going to hold on to it. So it's like yeah we're not gonna risk someone you know selling a bunch of crap all at once because we know these people are diehards on the platform. But I do think that, also yeah. like
1: literally keeping the platform alive. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're the ones spending the money. I, I don't know. I I understand why it's weighted a little bit more heavily to the people who are dropping dollars. Like there, well, I mean, we saw with the burning leaderboard that what was it like less than three thousand people participated, and then I know everybody yeah. came out and they were like, well, there's a lot of passive collectors as well. Uh, cool, but I. I think if people are dropping big bags, they, you get rewarded a little bit more handsomely in those ways. I mean, I, and listen, they, they've never done this before. So maybe they were like, we need to try this out and then, Hey, it worked. Congrats. This was great. And then they're like, now let's try a leaderboard specific one or something. I I don't know. I, I'm willing to give them a little bit more wiggle room with all the different developments they've had and like the the evolution of collecting a little bit. I don't know. I'm willing to give them a little bit more of a runway, but I, I totally get the frustration of being like, why did a Spurs fan win a Suns moment? You know?
0: Sure. Sure. Um, This is an easy question. Would you rather join top shot today or early 2021? If anyone answers early 20, well, I guess if you were, if you joined January 1st, 2021, then perhaps that was actually a really good time to join. But if you joined, I mean, we've said this, a thousand times, but yeah, I think in general, if you mean anytime after February, 2021, you probably would rather join today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I mean, that's partially why I want to get rid of all my moments and just like start over.
0: Mm. What, I want to start, what be, it's Oh, good. Well, go ahead. You, you go Mike.
1: No, no. I just mean like, I, there's something uh, that sucks about being like n- knowing that the bag is heavy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I, I feel like if you're starting from zero, feels a little fresher you're losing like five dollars instead of five hundred dollars
0: yeah but do you ever think about collect what you love do you ever think about like what moments on this platform do you love
1: um i i mean i still have an affinity towards i mean even though this theory has been proven to be like wrong i still have like love towards those top shot debuts from series one like, I still mm-hmm. think like that Tatum debut and the Jokic debut are probably my two favorite moments, uh, both because Tatum like puts Paul George on his ass in that moment. But yeah, I just love the idea of that being their first moment on the platform. Um, and that But I can't you know what, though, Tandy, I can't tell if it's because I like those moments or it's because those were the things that were most sought after when I first got here. So it's almost like this nostalgia piece or it's what I thought I was supposed to be going for the whole time. Um so I don't know I think I still I I enjoy those. And I mean there's some like rare moments that come out or different highlights that come I don't know I'm more intrigued by the reels now than I am by any of the other moments. Like the reels seem like kind of enticing now. But not yeah. and I'll be very honest not to the point where I'm like trying to buy anything. Like I haven't bought yeah. anything that I hate. I haven't bought anything that I didn't give away in over a year I don't think.
0: Mhm. Yeah, for for me uh for me like when I really get down to it, the moments that really mean something to me are the moments where like my favorite players on my favorite team did something really important. And there's not that much of that. So it's like, unless you're a collector who loves collecting, then you're going to love a lot of stuff. But if you're someone who just literally wants to collect like the moments from the team and the player, then there's, it's a handful of moments. But anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say is that top shot should buy uh, all world NBA all world and turn that into hardcore.
1: Yeah, I I was seeing, like, Alexo tweeted about that uh, today, too. I, I mean, then the same, that was kind of my point earlier. That changes nothing. It just means the same people that were playing All World can now play All World, but it's connected to Top Shot, I think.
0: Yeah, why not, though? I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that's a huge marketing play. I'm just saying, why not? It, it makes people, like, stickier on the Top Shot brand or whatever.
1: Sure. Yeah, spend some money. Who cares? I'm with yeah, you. Go buy cares? some stuff. Yeah, who cares? It's
0: fun. It's fun. Go buy yourself like a a cool lightning sweatshirt for your favorite player.
1: Yeah. Or like a licorice brand. I don't know. Maybe they'll do top shot licorice. I'd like that. I know you would.
0: Yeah. Um I know. I know. I'm a sick man. Um so there was also a mailbag. Was there anything interesting that caught your eye in that mailbag?
1: Uh, I didn't know they were calling it like the NBPA, NBA PA beef house or whatever, the beef deli. Yeah.
0: What uh, was that about? That was like the beef jerky house.
1: I joked see. that you were going to be able to use Top Shop moments as food stamps at the Brotherhood Deli. Um, <laughs>
0: that's good. But
1: no, I imagine that's like where there's going to be some eateries within the Thompson Mac Center. That's what I, that's what I, I, I imagine so. that means. So we'll probably see some Top Shop presence at NBA con. We'll probably see them in the in the uh, arena as well, which is cool. I'm glad they're going to be there. I mean, I know it's probably not like the going on tour, but based on what happened this year, they probably shouldn't be going on tour, right? If there's not going to be this big contingency going out there, they don't need to be putting on a massive thing out there either. So I'm glad they're going to be out there um, and and doing a little something, something. So that'll be fun.
0: Yeah. I think it's it's like a slow boil, you know, It's it's kind of like what the previous GM was talking about, you know, return on marketing expenditures and stuff like that. I think what you said earlier is kind of the truth, which is that the Web3 space is pretty small. The mm-hmm. only way you're going to get people dumping into Web3 space is if you do something where speculators have a chance to go nuts, which is like what mm-hmm. we see when these like azuki collections come out all of a sudden everyone rushes in because they think that there's going to be a chance to make a bunch of money and we also know that that's that was never the intention with this product so in in my estimation it's just like yeah it's like a slow boil it's not what it's not what a bunch of here of us here experienced in the beginning but i think well and i think you know i think
1: that's part of the problem and not i don't and i don't mean problem as in like Top Shot needs to fix this. But I think part of the problem is a lot of us came into this when there was a lot of speculative nature to the platform. And speculative is fun sometimes because you can make money off of it. But I also would argue that part of the speculative stuff helped build hashtag community because like people were having a lot of fun coming up with these theories. I mean, that's literally how Jeb started essentially is by putting on a tinfoil hat, coming up with these crazy thoughts. Everybody would buy like the same moment for a challenge or something. If, if you were right in your speculative buy, everybody like laughed and you won. And if you were wrong, it was like, we were all wrong together. And I think that, but I think that was like a big part of why a lot of people were messing around with this. I'm not saying it's the only reason, but I think there was a big part of it. And for the most part, that's no longer the case, right? I don't think there's much of a speculative nature of this, top, like this current iteration of Top Shot. And I think that's fine. But I just think for a lot of people that have been here for a while, it just takes, it's going to take a little while to get used to like what this new game is. And it's, I don't know. I, I know for me, that's been one of the harder parts. Like I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed making content around it, I enjoyed talking about it and not necessarily trying to make all the money in the world. It was just like fun. That, that type of banter around it was a lot of fun.
0: Well, I liken it to the Redemption stuff. I think that's part of the reason why the Redemption stuff felt fun and different mm-hmm. was because of that same element of speculation. So hopefully we can see more of that. Um, anyway, let's see what else we got here. Anything worth talking about. We got those player leaderboards and and you said those reels are interesting to you. And I would actually 100% agree with you. I think team reels for the season is super cool. I think Love that it. part of part of the vision of nba top shot previously i would say or in the future is that you have like a snapshot of your team you you get to see the history of your team season by season and i think Mm -hmm. that um that is super cool to me so like you can literally own if you're a celtics fan you can own like a real every season and say oh yeah i remember that i remember this amazing play that happened and all that sucked how he lost to the heat at that moment and like you just in a couple minutes you get that whole story at once and That's super cool. So I'm glad they're doing that.
1: To me, like when you were saying, what are the collectible things? That's the that that is like that makes sense to me. I'd rather have something like that than uh, a game in January where Malcolm Brogdon hit a layup.
0: Exactly. Me too. And I and and that's kind of where sentiment went after you know when people talked all about supply and there's too much supply and too many moments of these players and that's kind of what happened it felt a little watered down even though there might have been a really cool dunk and you know in, in a important win but it just it doesn't really mean anything to most people later on so uh, re- these kind quick, of moments do yeah
1: as we as we continue to move forward i just want to say yeah. we're 40 minutes in i don't think i've said anything critical yet right i've been like really? positive
0: we got to give you a, a round of applause if I could find one, but go ahead.
1: Well, I'm a okay, yeah. If you've got a drop, go ahead. But I, I'm about to be critical. I, okay. I think we can start. They can start taking an L on the their performance with the WNBA. Okay. I mean, I think like I've they, heard.
0: I have heard that.
1: Yeah, they. I mean, they don't. They haven't done anything. They haven't done anything. And there's like a couple of strong, like community members. a shout out, like uh, Mack Attack and uh, Shepper. Or is it Shepherd or Schnapper? I always forget if it's Shepherd or Schnapper. Um, but they they've they've done some like pretty cool stuff, building some W communities. I know there are other communities that are working on it as well, and like doing stuff on playback and everything like that. But it really has felt pretty hap, not even haphazard, because haphazard sounds like they're doing something. Like I know today, an announcement came out where they're like, "Oh, leaderboard snapshot." I mean, they, there really hasn't been any emphasis. And again, maybe this goes to their shorthanded nature. Maybe all their focus is on NBA top shot, whatever. Um, but I just, you know, listen, 40 minutes in without saying anything critical. I just don't think they've done like a really good job caring about the WNBA.
0: I, my instinct or I would say that it's probably based on what you just said, which is it, they probably are a little shorthanded right now. And they're just trying to nail uh, NBA, uh, like the NBA portion of the product. That's sure. what I would think and so uh yeah they they might just not have enough bandwidth to be able to like nail both equally in a a way so like no that's
1: that's part it's probably right i i imagine when like the first round of layoffs or the second round whenever they were i'm sure it was most of the w team
0: yeah there goes mike's internet a little bit but uh did i chop
1: out of my back my back
0: you're back you're back but All there is right, a little piece of spec there's a little bit of speculation here i would say which is here um as we know and this is not financial advice but as we know the archive set the nba top shot archive set is very much oversupplied and a lot mm-hmm. of those wonderful moments are basically basement moments selling for a dollar and uh they are there's going to be new historical moments across multiple tiers this summer and we also know that in the past that they've said that they're going to use archive moments in a similar way i think they were going to do something last summer when they were going to release these and they're going to let you vintage use vibes vintage vibes and they were going to let you use archive moments in some way and then that didn't happen so mm-hmm. i would say there's a pretty good chance that you're going to be able to use some archive moments this summer to get these new historical moments not financial advice. It sounded like financial advice. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, but yeah, you're right. Big,
1: and, it wouldn't be a big financial ahead. investment right now. Aren't those archives like you can get them on floaty for like, I don't know, what's it like, four sloppy stakes or whatever it's called?
0: Yeah, you're right. You probably could. You could get them very cheaply. So maybe it is a little bit of financial advice, but the financial advice is like under $5 of investment. Yeah. Um, but I, basically here i don't know if you were alluding to this line but i think this kind of reiterates what we were just talking about which is yeah the only thing it says about wnba season is celebrate the wnba season with limited edition collectibles which basically says nothing right (laughs) i know
1: yeah hey hey we're almost at the all-star break (laughs) celebrate the w
0: yeah yeah i know Um, um
1: I see Jeb hey. in the chat saying probably you have to lock them. The good news is though is you can still burn the locked ones as I've learned today. So
0: yeah, yeah, you can. Um, anyway, they talk about if there's going to be new common and rare series four. Uh, yeah, so they say that there could be more. Um, more moments, throwdowns, baby. new throwdowns, new for the wins, new video game numbers. So at least they tell you how many. There's gonna be three more video game numbers. I would argue that video game numbers is probably the one of the most celebrated sets of series four. Um, probably the most celebrated set, actually. So that's interesting to, to I, for those of you. I I, lo- I do. I really like the video
1: game number set. Um my concern with them is the same thing that I had with like Hollows. And not to be like a FUD machine. I just I just mean like, hey, you know, you know who's gonna put up really big numbers every single year? Luca. Um, and so like the video game numbers, one Luca from, I mean, series four video game numbers, how is that going to differentiate from series five video game numbers, series six, you know what I mean? Like if he, for the next 10 years, we're going to get video game numbers from Luca. Um, yeah. and I, I mean, we've seen it with every single set, every single series, every single player, the more that that happens, the less, less people care.
0: Well, and for that reason, they've showed us already recently and this is another pat on the back for a dapper. They've showed us that they're willing to do some creative things of burning and things like that. So mm-hmm. at this point, let's make the obvious decision. And when Luca series five video game numbers comes out, you got to earn it with a Luca series four. You burn the Luca series four to get the Luca series five.
1: I'm here for all that.
0: Right. And I don't then think you make any money it becomes, that way. If you're well, dapper. I mean, there's, there can still be ways. I mean, or you know maybe they don't make money on that set but they make money on i don't know for the win right? i don't know but if but yeah. if video game series numbers is like the premier set of the series then i think if you're going to choose one set to treat that way i think that would be the set
1: yeah i also love jeb's comment right there i know that's come up a couple times on our show the idea of treating them like nfl all day does with their dynamic dynamic reels so uh you just continue to to add to the highlights. so if luca puts up something crazy like i i love that idea i just love that idea of making more dynamic reels making adjustments as it goes on you know
0: but what does that mean that you wouldn't have a series five luca it would just add on to the series four one
1: uh i love that i don't think they would do that um but no. just saying like if Anthony Davis put up, I don't know, I feel like a video game number f- moment from Anthony Davis's series four would be cool, right? Um, okay. I'm trying to think of like other players who have, you know, how many times did like, fuck, like Giannis or Jokic put up? Like what if Jokic's video game numbers just turned into a dynamic reel of all of his triple doubles from this season or something? Like okay, that, I see right? what you're saying.
0: So in, in, the, in the one season, it can adapt and get added on to. Exactly. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Also, I love that. Um,
1: Jeb's getting all the credit for that too. Hell yeah, Jeb. Let's go, baby.
0: Wow. Nice, job. Congratulations, Jeb. Um, so I, another question I have for you. Remind me again, what were you studying to be? Did, weren't you say you were like studying to be a pastor or something in college? Was that right?
1: Uh, youth, uh, no, I never really. I, I almost went to college. I almost went to, I mean, well, I did go to college. I almost went to college to be a youth pastor. Yeah. When I was in high school, I was thinking about it. I almost went to uh, Eastern Nazarene College in Quincy, Massachusetts um, mm. and decided against it.
0: What made you decide against it?
1: Sex, baby. No, uh, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just didn't think I was that. I wanted to go experience some stuff. Uh, wait, somebody's saying Woj bomb? Harden's gone. Is that real? Hold on. I know. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to completely derail this because I know you want to talk about Jesus
0: Love, yeah, I want to talk Nashville. about Jesus. Actually, uh, wait, okay. Breaking, me. breaking news. Hold on, we can use this now. The breaking wow. news: that James, Hard, James Hard is not going anywhere. That's the breaking news. The no. breaking news. Read it. Right? Okay, I'm reading read it. The whole James thing. picking up his 35 million option, and sides are beginning to work. Work. Oh shit! Okay, I didn't read the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> sides yeah. are beginning together in exploring trade scenarios that expected that Harden has played his last game for Philadelphia
1: wow uh people should in the chat I, I know this isn't going to be a part of the giveaway but if there's any team holders here you know to put in hashtag hard on <laughs> anytime okay. James Harden news hashtag hard on that's crazy I you know all the money in the world was on James Harden coming back to Philly especially after Doc Rivers um after Doc was fired it seemed like the the, the fences were mended but that's uh Man, Philly's fucked.
0: They sure are.
1: I it's don't even all... know what good options they'd have.
0: I don't know. Dame? Is Dame coming to Philly? No. No, because Harden hard going to Portland makes no sense. But
1: what if what if so what if Harden goes back to Houston and he's included in like a Jalen Green trade?
0: But does that really move the needle? I mean, so Harden's gonna go to Houston, score a bunch of points, and go to the strip clubs and then uh and Jalen Green is going to come to the the Sixers, and the Sixers are going to have the same result in the playoffs?
1: I mean, but that's literally what James wants. So, like, what you described is exactly what James wants. Okay. Um, man, that's nuts. I'm very surprised by that. Mm.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I would, I would, I, I would think that the – so here we go, Mike. What's a good biblical verse that, that captures uh, what's going on with James Harden? <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, let's see. I'm trying to. Uh, the only thing that I can think of right now is uh, Daniel and the Lions Den. I'm trying to think of who Daniel is and who the Lions Den who Who's considered like what are the Lions? Maybe Daryl Morey is Daniel here and Phil and Harden and uh, the strippers of Houston and like those become the Lions. Uh, man, that's Harden and Gamora is pretty good. That's pretty good, Jeb. Um, <laughs> or maybe Harden's Judas. Maybe this is the Last Supper. He, like, tugged mm. on his ear, and now they're... Now Pontius Pilate... Pontius Pilate's coming to get him.
0: But who's killing who? Who's the, who's getting crucified? Well... <laughs> is it B getting I, crucified? Sorry, I,
1: I, well, Maury's white, so... It's gonna... <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I don't know who's getting crucified here. i I, this is a this is a real turning point though I think for the Sixers because if if they're not able to land something sexy back mm. I could see Embiid being like get me out of here, right?
0: Yeah. I agree. Embiid's going to cry and get his way. That's how he got the MVP, right?
1: It's true. It's true. Man, I don't, <sighs> that's crazy. Mm. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, but anyways, just uh, a good
1: question I don't know I don't know why no. I decided not to do it.
0: Okay, you don't know why. But that 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 remember. is kind of an interesting question though because like that's a big decision to go and become a pastor. That's like a big decision. That's really like I... counter culture in a way.
1: Yeah, but not for me it wasn't. I mean I grew up in like a super religious uh like family. I was like pretty active in the church. It was pretty I was actually mm. talking to Tyler Parker who uh his book recently came out and he had a bunch of um uh, Christian rock band references, and okay. that like spoke to me because that was something that I was like super involved in when I was like I was super in that scene when I was younger. Were so you it didn't going really feel concerts? like I'm... Oh yeah, hell yeah, dude! I used to go to this thing every year in New Hampshire at Loon Mountain. It's called the Inside Out Soul Festival. Pod wow. was headlining it. Remember wow. Pod? I think ah, I do. I feel so alive. Oh my god! Are they are they a religious group? Yeah, but nobody knew. That's how good wow. they were, is they didn't have to wow. tell anybody. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yep, POD. Uh, who else there? There was uh, DC Talk, the Newsboys, Reliant K, Michael W. Smith, Stephen Curtis Chapman, all the bangers.
0: <laughs> jars of Clay.
1: That's right, King Brett. King Brett knows. Jars of Clay. I saw Jars of Clay play like 50 times.
0: Wow. Audio so and a...
1: Holy shit, Matthew Harrison. Yeah, this is great.
0: All right. Uh, um, but anyways, I, I don't know. I,
1: what, when I was getting ready for college, I, uh, I was just like looking around at a couple of different things. I really wanted to live in Boston. And then I, I knew that if I went to school for something else, I could go back to it, but I knew if I went to school for that, I wouldn't be able to like, that was what I was going to do. So,
0: it was so is that decision. door, is that door still open? Oh no, no, no,
1: no, 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 dude. I'm full-time YouTube, baby. I'm a YouTuber, YouTube God. <laughs> You, the algorithm what? is my lord and savior now, baby.
0: <laughs> what if you? What if you just made like an alternative Christian rock channel? I think people would really dig that.
1: Dude, I I was I'm a drummer too. I mean, I don't play anymore, but I was a drummer, so I was like, I was I was banging on the trash cans and in some Jesus rock groups as well.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, I can't well, sing though. Yeah, that's you. Just need some someone else to sing. Did you watch that show on uh, Netflix? Beef.
1: Uh no, I haven't. I don't know why I haven't watched it yet. That's right up my alley. It's got Steven mm-hmm. Young, who I love, Ali Wong, who I love, Andrew Santino, who I love. I still haven't watched it. There's another Woj Bomb. What the hell's going on?
0: Are you kidding me? All right, let me Let's go see.
1: see. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you do the breaking news drop. All
0: <gasps> right. Uh, all right. Here we go. Let's do some breaking news. Here we go. <laughs> Wait. All right, great. well fan bases of these two teams that don't do anything. Usually the Clippers and the Knicks are expected to be among the teams that will engage with the Sixers on a potential James Harden trade sources tell ESPN. So Nick, so the, the
1: the Paul George one makes sense to me. Like if you just swap Paul George and James Harden, that like Harden and Kawhi makes sense. Paul George and, and, and uh, beat makes sense. You give Maxi the keys to the car as the point guard. That to me works. I'm assuming Paul George would have to be in that deal, right? I don't even know what other fucking assets the Clippers have to make a move.
0: I don't either. You need some big salaries.
1: Yeah. And the Knicks make no sense. I mean, I don't know. What is it? R.J. Barrett? R.J. Barrett? Quentin Grimes?
0: And I got to go look Keeling. up Knicks' salaries. Who's getting overpaid on the Knicks right now? Their whole team. But who in particular? Derek Rose? No. Jalen brunson julius randall rj barrett those are your top three salaries it would be
1: rj it would definitely be rj i don't i i don't think you need randall next to mb that'd be wild i just the find paul these george one weird. makes them. say that again
0: i just find these trades weird for some reason like i just they don't they don't seem that they push any team to the finals it, you know what i mean
1: yeah, I, I'm i intrigued by James Harden and Kawhi Leonard. I think the biggest problem about Kawhi and Paul George is that they both don't play a bunch of the time. Um, yeah. Paul George, I mean, uh, James Harden and Kawhi, I I do, I'm, I, I kind of like it. Um, I also think the Sixers would be, yeah, I agree. I don't think either of them are winning the finals, but I think it makes them a little bit better. Sure. That's crazy. I I, I'm very surprised by this.
0: Me too. I don't, I don't often expect to see the Knicks in big trade talks. I don't know when was like the last big Knicks trade. I can't even recall.
1: No, I probably mellow.
0: Yeah. Just trying to sell jerseys and tickets. That's right. Joker rock. It's not really always about winning the finals. Is it? Um. Yeah. Well, that's uh, some big news on the show. Good stuff. Let's see. Uh, is there anything else? We got a few more minutes together. Um, do you want to do you want to pump the Summer League bags at all? You got a big <laughs> event going on. You're going to be yeah. It said I think on your flyer it said something about NBA players. Are you going to have NBA players at your at your party?
1: Yeah, we're, we're 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 working out the details right now. It's getting a little dicey, but we're uh, we're working out the details right now, but we're we're going to have some fun guests. That's what I will say. We'll have some fun guests for the team hold live show, which is going to be on Friday. I'm going to drop a link in the chat. I'm sure everybody who is going is probably already aware of this right now, but I'll drop a link in there. Uh, We are going to be there Thursday to Sunday. We're going to NBA summer league games on Friday. uh, And then uh, at five o'clock at the sand dollar lounge, which is a part of like the Plaza hotel and casino in old Vegas. We're doing um, we're going to be doing a live show. And then on Saturday, we're going to go to NBA con and then we're having a a happy hour meetup at um, beer park in Paris which is the third year in a row we've done that, which is kind of crazy that we've cool. This is now like year three of, of like the happy hour and the team hold going to Vegas. But our second year doing the live show first year, not being uh, tied to top shot.
0: <laughs> right. And is it going to be the same uh, shot tank style uh, show? Or are you going to switch it up at all?
1: So uh, I think we're going to, I think it, so technically we have it from five to seven. It'll probably go 90 minutes or so. Uh, and I think the plan is to do, uh, 30 minutes of the team hold bros, 30 minutes Mm -hmm. of the shot tank bros, and then 30 minutes for those that, uh, watch the 89 Cavs, which is my, uh, Steve and Justin, who are comedians here in New York. Um, we're going to do so kind of like a smorgasbord of, of all the different shows. And it's going to be pretty interactive. I think I'm trying to put together some more, uh, audience participatory type events. So it's more of a, less of like a live podcast, more of a event, I would say.
0: Cool. And no, no NBA top shot GMs or big giveaways.
1: No, I, I think, I think they unfollowed the team hold account. I don't think they're going to be there. I don't think they're going to show up. Although maybe Steve, maybe a, a friend down under uh, Steve Ball is blockchain. Uh, he might be there. So which uh, oh, I would cool. love to see him. I would love to meet that man in real life.
0: That would be nice. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I think we covered most of the topics I wanted to get into. Uh, and we're just about at an hour. Is there anything else, Mike? Is there anything else you'd like to talk about or promote or anything else?
1: You know, I don't know, Tandy man. Uh, it's been great to be back. Uh, I I like that you're still doing stuff, man. You should get some love for that because I think if you look around the landscape, although, well, sorry. Now we're gonna call. If you look around the landscape, I will say connect and collect and start. Shout out those bros. They've been putting out some more content lately with their their uh youtube podcasts and stuff so it's good to see that um but from from way back when man it's kind of it's kind of just you it's you and me (laughs) yeah tst we see every once in a while um i where's fleo strad still out there strad still out there Shout out Strad, but uh you you shit man and i'm glad you're i'm glad you're still banging away and i'm glad you glad you had me on and i'm glad you brought up jesus too
0: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what keeps the show going is that we got to bring up important topics like Jesus and uh, yeah. Liam Neeson was last week and the sub uh, submersible and you got to make sure that we cover everything.
1: Oh yeah. Badge County too. shout out badge County. My bad. I miss badge County. Um, Hey, speaking of Liam Neeson, you see that new trailer?
0: Um, I actually did because I googled him today. I was curious if maybe I had gotten tricked and I was curious if maybe the P story was fake, but I couldn't find anything to tell me that the P story was fake. And while I was searching, I saw that there's a new trailer, which is pretty much like taken, but in a car that goes fast or something like
1: that. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be mm-hmm. good. I'm ready for it. Uh actually Tandy, I'll throw one more thing out there. You know what I watched? Uh are you a big true crime person? Do you watch true crime shit?
0: Sometimes. So I actually watched a, a, before you tell me. I watched a documentary on Netflix that I thought was amazing about um I'm all I love stories about like swindlers and scammers and yes. and, and religious swindlers even better. And yes. there was like cults and there was one on Netflix called John of God or João de Deus. It's from it's in Brazil. And it was an amazing story is this guy that believed that he could, he was like, could talk to the spirits and he would embody the spirits and he would do these like barbaric surgeries on people with like a pair of scissors and they wouldn't feel any pain and they'd swear that they were healed. And Oprah said he was the shit. And like he got millions of people from all over the world. So that was an incredible, incredible one. But well, let me recommend
1: one on Hulu then this isn't the one that I was going to talk about, but uh, the, Oh my God. What's the name of the church? Um, ha, um, they were like a rock band church uh, and they were international. I think they started in Australia and then went to, um, there was a big one in New York and there was all these scandals. Um, let me see. I'm going to Google it right now just so okay. I can find it. Come on. Uh, Hill, Hill, Hill uh, Hillsong, Hillsong. Um, song. Yeah. It's on Hulu. <laughs> it's excellent. Excellent stuff. But you know what, what I love about this too is that, I think oftentimes, right? From the outside, you see something like that and you're like, dude, all the fucking religion is a scam. And then you're like, okay, well, let me think about the web three world, and it's the same shit. And then I think (laughs) about the political world and it's the same shit. And then even in the comedy world, there are these like self-proclaimed gurus who turn out to touch a lot of people. It's just like undefeated that no matter what industry you're in, there's always going to be this weird cult community around it who are like way too passionate for good and for bad. And then someone is ri- uh, risen up and then you're like, yeah, this guy sucks. And I love it. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah, no one's, heard- no one's available.
0: And sometimes I wonder what is it about people that get so powerful? I mean, specifically men in this case who get so powerful, and the only thing they want to do is like play, play with, you know, do on, un, un, bad things to women, uh, take advantage of them sexually. You know, what is it about power that when men get rich and powerful, that's so many of them, that's all they want to do. Is it cause we're just like animals and it's, we're monkeys and we, is that what yeah, that
1: is? I think it's intoxicating for people. I think they get in a position. They're like, you know what? I am the best. Everyone around me is telling me the best. I'm powerful. I've changed people's lives. And usually it starts from a good place, right? And you see all the people yeah. that you've impacted. you see all the people patting you on the back. They want to get in your good graces. So everybody's just like, wow, yeah, you do, you're killing it, Tandy. You're the best, Tandy. Tandy's the best. And then you start in your broken ass brain. You're like, you know what, dude? I fucking earned this. I deserve this. Like they, I know better than they do. And it just like yeah. rots your brain. I think that type of intoxicating power.
0: Yeah, I deserve to corrupt a young woman's life for the rest of her life. I—that's my right as a famous. Push that. Person.
1: Somebody clip that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so before we bounce, there was one. Uh, so Weisberg's in here saying that they did they nickel, they denied the extension for Jones on the on the Pelicans. Let's wow. See. Herb Jones had his team option declined. WTF, bro.
1: Wow. That is, that is surprising. And then the Knicks picked up uh, the uh, Josh Hart option, 12 million. Wow. Mm. That's surprising. Weird. I, I didn't expect to get this much, uh, this much info until, until tomorrow. That's kind of fun. I'm really, I, tomorrow's going to be exciting. I'm excited for, for content tomorrow. I think we're going to get like straight chaos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Let's see, what, let's see what happens. It'll be fun. But anyway, mm-hmm. I think that's about it. That's about an hour. I'm already getting the text saying, help out. These kids don't want to sleep. So Mike, <laughs> enjoyed it. Thank you for Thanks, being ma'am. here. There's still a chance for you to become a pastor.
1: Yeah, there's still... Oh, also, hey, guys, don't forget to vote in the meaningless Twitter polls happening right now about Top Shot content creators. Don't forget. <laughs> you got to rock the vote. It's really important. I think, like, my favorite thing is those accounts are muted and so those tweets get sent to me and that's how i know they exist <laughs> are you are you in an election right now did you make i am, one? You make i one
0: am two? in an election i am in one
1: vote for tandy every vote the votes are important because we need to know we have active users so get out there and absolutely
0: vote. absolutely all right rock the vote everybody and uh until the next week thank you goodbye <laughs> next time i should have said until next week <laughs> we'll see you next time yeah, in the on. show, Tanny. <laughs> All right, bye. Static celesta.